that can really guide you and tell you exactly what to do, what to expect, how to behave in certain situations so you have more control. And many, many folks that first get in really worry about the wrong things and they're not present in what they're doing right now. And I think that goes for all things in life. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to hopefully yet another fabulous episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks. My name is Marco Kozlowski. I'm joined here with Gabriel Araish and Frank Galluccio, where we will be discussing again whatever topic that we think about five seconds before we shoot this podcast, as we are slowly running out of topics that are going to be relevant to new individuals. And that is why we really would love for you to send us any topics that you would love for us to communicate about. Because as soon as we get on and we say, what are we going to do next? We're like, oh, we said that, we did that. No, we should do that. No, we've done that already. And uh, the last 10 minutes was us just fighting and bickering over each other like three old men trying to figure out exactly what we're going to talk about. But I think we landed on something which is uh, fairly significant, which is the fear of the unknown, fear of the next steps, being really bogged down in details and that are not really concerning you just yet and having a real clear picture of how to control conversations when you're negotiating with uh, your counterpart and creating an opportunity for the seller to do what you want versus you being led on by the seller or the agent or the wholesaler or the other human uh, or alien on the other side that's trying to uh, sell you whatever they have and you overpaying for it or buying something terrible. So that's kind of the topic for today. Uh, I know Frank has a short window on time. He has a big family, 816 kids, and uh, he he has to pick them all up from soccer at the same time. So he's got he's, he's got shit to do today. So we uh, we got to hop to it. All right. So it's, it's I'm gonna really I'm gonna start with Frank. You know, so that way you can just start talking. And if you just disappear by the end of this podcast, we'll understand why. Thank you for that. But yeah, we only met three of them. That's the crazy part. That's the crazy part. That's why on Father's Day, I leave the house. I don't want to showing up on my doorstep. But you know what? Actually, you know, when we were struggling for a topic, but you know what? This one is actually not only that I struggle in this area, but uh, I noticed students struggle in this area because I think it's just human nature that, yes, you need to know three, four steps ahead, but you need to know the big picture. So the bird's eye view, not necessarily the, the fine details. And that was my weakness. When I got started, I had to know every moving part, every mechanical, every nut, every screw, every whatever. Um, and I think that when I think I know that hampered my, my success at first is because I, I, I need to know what's next. What's next, Marco? What's next? Well, what's this? What is even before I had a deal, um, I was already thinking too many steps down the road and I was basically sabotaging myself. And I see that it's a common thread for many. I, again, like I said, if you don't know, people fear the unknown, but I know Marco, you're a big preacher. Just do what comes next. But sometimes shit, that's hard. Um, what comes next is too easy. And that's why I think we were skeptical. It's like, no, it can't be that easy. What comes next? But it, just do what comes next and worry about everything else later because you may not get to that stage later. That's the problem. And that's one of the big obstacles that I experienced, you know, when I first got started, uh, not only in real estate, guys, it's, this is everyday life shit. It's just logical. We want to know where we're ending up, but that's okay. If you know the big idea and not so much the fine details. 
It's very much like uh, going on your first date and wondering what you're going to call your kids with that date when you <laughs> first start the date. It doesn't make any sense. You know, you're not even there yet, but you're worried about the name of your kids. Doesn't you know? Very, very. I actually said that today in a strategy session that I had, and it's it is very common. And we want to know specifically engineering types that don't know anything unless they know everything. Like they, you just got to know it all or nothing makes sense. But if you think about anything that you've ever done or any skills that you've ever had from riding a bicycle or you know the job that you have now or whatever expertise you have now you didn't have the proficiency now that you did when you first started you had to start somewhere and the beauty of having a mentor someone that's been there i know you've said this many times frank that uh, sensei means someone that's already been there that can really guide you and tell you exactly what to do what to expect how to behave in certain situations so you have more control and many many folks that first get in really worry about the wrong things and they're not present in what they're doing right now. And I think that goes for all things in life. If people that like to sing or to dance or when you're watching a movie, anything that really brings you joy, if you think about it, it's because you're actually present in that moment. It's very hard to dance uh, and it's very hard to do whatever you love doing without really being focused and engaged in that thing. And that will bring you joy because you are so present. And the more present you are in the situation that you're in now, the easier and more fun it becomes as you go down the road. So worrying about things that you can't control yet, or what are we going to do if they say yes? What are you going to do if they say no? Well, control that by expecting a no, expecting the next move. And as you start getting trained and having more skill sets, which is really all we do all day long, uh, Gabriel Frank and I, is work on processes to build new skill sets for those that follow us. So they have the ability to control the conversations that are happening and they can predict to a certain point what the response could be and what the next move is going to be just like chess, which is something that Gabriel mentioned, I think, before we started the podcast. Mm -hmm. And this is something that we at least, you know, Frank had the problem. You said I definitely had that issue when I got mentorship. It's kind of funny where hire someone to help me and then i start questioning everything that they tell me i think it's it's a little bit it's common i think it's almost natural reaction to the fear of the unknown as we say but it's weird because in in all our other facets of life as soon as you've done something once you know you're scared of doing something the first time all the time and then once you do it you start understanding what to expect what's next what's next but when you can focus on that one moment and just do what's supposed to be done in that moment that's all it takes because you don't know what the next move is going to be until your counterpart because in real estate most of it is is with a counterpart there's always someone on the other side it's like if i'm on the street and i decide that i'm gonna you know slap someone in the face my anticipation is that i'm gonna get hit back but i don't know that until the other person does something maybe they turn around maybe they don't understand maybe in their culture that means hello you don't know and you're going to react to it based on their reaction same thing with anything else that you do in life as soon as there's another party involved especially when it's a human being you need to wait and see what they're going to tell you or give you in order to be able to react so picture you i want to make this about sports here because it's easy but if i'm playing soccer with frank on the same team and i pass the ball to frank I can't anticipate what he's going to... I can have an idea of what he should be doing with the ball, but I don't know if another player is going to come and take the ball away from him, tackle him, get in his way, or between between he and I. My anticipation would be to move into another space to make myself available so that he can send back the ball. 
But I don't know what's going to happen. So if he does get tackled, then my whole plan goes down the shitter. So I got to react to that. And I have to react to that. That's what happened. So it's the same thing in a negotiation or in a conversation with, with another party is if I'm asking a question and I'm anticipating an answer and I don't get that answer, then what? Well, even as a coach, I can't tell you what to do ahead of time until I know what's what's sent back to you. So get the information and then we can think about the next step. Well, it's react and adapt. And then next time you'll know in that situation that the ball shouldn't have gone there. You should have angled it a different way when you practice the mistake or you learn that mistake in quotation marks as a learning opportunity to do it better next time. And for the last 22 years, that's all we've been doing, right? Is this didn't work. Let's try that. That didn't work. Let's try that. Even when you're going on a date, you don't know what's going to happen, right? So you're having a conversation and the first date you've ever been on, awkward, don't know what to do, feels weird. And the second one's a lot easier. The third one, it gets more and more comfortable. And as soon as you become more comfortable, it's very easy to talk to that human being or another human being because you're getting used to the interaction of dealing with other people. I was very shy, extremely shy. I did not like to say no to anybody. I was terrified of of rejection. It's interesting for me to say because it's almost the polar opposite of the person that I am now. And I knew back then when I was very shy and had a difficulty communicating with people and was basically just mush, I realized that I wasn't serving anyone and had my own struggles and my own my own cross to bear at that point with my own issues that I had to deal with, which I had to, or stay in the situation that I was in forever. And many things that we try, as you said, Gabe, are very uncomfortable, but you have to sometimes be comfortable being uncomfortable so you can grow. Anything in nature or anything that you've ever done that had a lot of value to you, if you absolutely are, anything that you love doing right now, most likely at first was hard when you first started. As a pianist, you know, at first I sucked, it was terrible, you know, I, I couldn't hit notes and then you get better and better and better. Anything that you want to do, playing soccer, hockey, anything at all, any skill set that you want to learn and f- have fun with, it's hard at first. What do you say to that, Frank? Yeah. I like Gabe's uh, sports analogy there, example. Uh, but I, I do want to know, I got to ask you, why are you going around slapping people? Like, and, and wondering <laughs> what's going to happen afterwards. Like, why would you do that? But no, you nailed it on that. Exactly. You anticipate where that person should be and things may change and you're going to be able to pivot and react uh, at that moment. And Marco, you nailed it. I was just going to mention if when you feel uncomfortable, um, that means you are growing. So you want to feel uncomfortable very often because if you're too comfortable, you're not growing. You're not spreading your wings. You're not doing what you're, you're supposed to be doing to live, um, which is, you know, you're taking those chances. You're taking those mitigated risks, but you're doing something different. And like, yeah, Marco, you had a good analogy, too, with your dates. You know, you're very uh, you don't even want to burp on your first date or never alone, you know, cut wind. Uh, but, you know, once you <laughs> once you go on a few dates. <laughs> It's, it's, there you go. You feel comfortable. That's a priority for Frank. Got to cut wind during <laughs> the a, Got to cut wind. It's a cut wind. But, <laughs> but it's a cut wind or whatever it is. But uh, you feel comfortable uh, around that person. That's the point. You feel comfortable around that person because it's a normal element now. It's a normal environment. And you want to expand your normal box or your normal environment. And to do so, you got to feel uncomfortable. So guess I must yeah. be doing something right. I'm uncomfortable around you two all the time. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but. But you're right, and that anticipation thing is, it's the key during your uncomfortable moment. But I like to bring it back to most people, like I see these days, it's, it's funny because most of, you know, I guess, I don't even know what their generation is, but 
let's say you're in your 20s, everybody's texting now. And what does texting give you the ability to do is send a message and wait. And then when you get a message, there's really no rush into returning that message. You actually, the reason you like texting is because when you get a message, you can take your time, you can think about what you want to write, you can start typing and erase, you can ask your neighbor will you, if, if your reply is okay. And I get that a lot. I have some friends here that come by, let's say we're watching a hockey game and all of a sudden, you know, a girl texts them and okay, well, oh look, she texts me and they're all nervous and well, what, what should I say? Well, I don't know, <laughs> what should you say? Just think about it and write it down. But it's weird because we're mastering or we're trying to teach the mastery of, you know, communication directly with a human being on a telephone or whatnot, or even a face-to-face -face conversation. Hopefully we can get back to there soon. But most people are operating with a text message and yet they come into the real estate environment and then they're panicking because they don't have that buffer of time when they really do, because all they got to do is use email, which is the same thing as a text message more or less, right? So why not take your time? Why not think about it? Why do you have to rush to answer back when in your everyday life, you're taking your time to answer? And that's basically, it's probably this, you know, we go back to the married to the deal. I don't want to lose the deal, but in real estate, but ultimately it's something that most do naturally yet, as soon as they're put into an environment that maybe they're more or less comfortable with, it becomes a whole different ball game. And that's the beauty of having a mentor is almost exactly what that text message is with that girl. If you have someone that really knows how to communicate well, and you say, okay, what do I do next? Well, what do you think you should do next? And then mm -hmm. you make the mistake of say, no, here's, there's three reasons why this won't work. Here's a hint here, here's a hint here, here's a hint here. Listen to those hints and then go try it again. And then they try it again before they hit send or an email. Just like we're doing in real estate now, that's how we mentor people. We don't do it for you because that's not our job. Our job is not to enable you to do nothing. It's actually for you to learn how to do it well and to go through the thought process and how to do it well. And then eventually you nail it and then you send it and then the next thing comes in now what do i do cool well what are they trying to say what's their intent how do we handle this and how do we control the conversation so and there's a skill set to that and the beauty of having someone that really understands and has mastered this next to you is you can make mistakes and it can be cleaned up like the, you can say the completely wrong thing like you know i hate you you're an asshole and i will only pay one dollar for your property never text me again you could actually be as a buyer saying this and then completely like ruining the you know the flow of what's going on and then with a quick simple text message a couple of days later saying I was going through my text and clearly I didn't take my medication I have no idea why I sent that and I'm extremely sorry it's not what I intended to say at all or here's what I really should have said and please forgive me and if you don't want my money I understand I'll never bother you again dollars to donuts they're like no problem I understand ha 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 it was out of character in our conversation it's okay so it actually can strengthen the mistakes can strengthen the situation that you're in now with your counterpart as well. So that reminds me of that movie Hitch with uh, yes. Will Smith, mm -hmm. where yes. he's whispering in, uh, in his ear exactly what to say. And sometimes he would mess it all up because he's raw. And he would, no, 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 say this, say this. So this is exactly uh, what you just described right there, Marco, is, is even if you mess it up, most times than not, we can clean it up. Mm -hmm. And because we've been there, we've messed up a lot of times. Marco, you messed up the most times. Um, and you learn from those mess ups. That's why you're, you're okay with that. Like when you first start flying a plane, you, at first you don't want any turbulence and then you're okay with turbulence. And then you're like, I, I wonder what it's going to be like flying a plane with half a wing. And you know, you, you start craving the hard things as you start getting more proficient at it. I want to do something more challenging. This is, I don't want to, you know, 
10 unit apartment building. I want a yeah. 1 million unit apartment building with an well, extremely it, cantankerous seller. Like I want to deal with the hardest seller that has the the most difficult person to deal with and it, it becomes more fun and enjoyable as you get more and more skill sets. Like playing video games. At first it's 100%. very easy, you know, and then you get the first Bowser and then the next boss and then I want the final boss and that's the one you want to beat and it's it just becomes more and more fun. And if you have someone that can help you along the way, it becomes even more fun because then you have tips and, and secrets that you can share that will expedite the result and uh, stop you from making as many mistakes. Very good. Agreed. I would never want to get comfortable being on a plane with one engine or half a wing. Yeah. Uh, just, well, I or, 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 or with Marco as a pilot. Marco as a pilot. That's or, or, it. Or, or with Gabriel as a, you know, just slapping passengers around. That's right. Yeah, yes. that, that's uh, right. It depends. That it depends. It depends. <laughs> okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I know, Frank, uh, I think it has to go in a minute, so we're going to wrap it up there. But I think to summate, life begins at the edge of your comfort zone. That's really what you have to remember. And mm -hmm. if you live and by stretching and uh, if you can stretch and have someone that's next to you that can really stretch you and challenge you and you be present in that conversation and not worried about what's going to happen next and just really focus on where you are now and what to do next yes you should be thinking of future steps but when you're first learning you can't do that you're just focusing on the now and that's why kids are so marvelous when they're first learning is they're not thinking of 19 things at once. It's, I want to master this. I want to do this. They're passionate about this. I just got a new set of Legos and I have to finish it or I'm not going to bed. Where usually they just fall asleep. They're, they're able to stay up indefinitely because they're so passionate about finishing that project. They're passionate about it. And I would love for you to have that same passion. And you can make a ton of money passionately and having fun and helping other humans at the same time which is what this is all about. Frank, I don't know if you had something to add there or if you were just going. <gasps> no, I was so agreeing with you because I got my little kids that they're, you know, they're playing Lego or my, my son loves Lego. Mm -hmm. And when he's so focused, he doesn't know how to do it because it, it, some of these Lego pieces have like 2,000 pieces. I, and then they come with all these packages, you know, bag one, two, three, four, five to yeah. seven of them. And this book that looks like a Bible. For me, I was intimidated. I was like, oh my God, this is going to take forever. The guy polished it off in one day. Yeah. Um, because some of those focus. And some of those Legos come with a mortgage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they do. They do. But bringing that point around, you can be intimidated with all those small pieces. But if you take it step by step, I was going to use Ikea as, as an example. But Ikea, sometimes I don't like that little guy in the book. Mm. But taking it step by step. <laughs> The little sketch guy, man. He, he irritates me at the end because I messed up something because he didn't look at the fine details. Right? Sketch but, uh, discriminatory. Uh, oh, my goodness. But oh my goodness. Uh, the whole point is, yes, you may have seven bags of Lego and pieces and a book that's, you know, uh, the size of the Bible and the Quran and everything else put together. But doing it step by step, looking at the overall picture, yes, you know it. But taking it step by step will get you there. And it's piece no by choice. piece. And it's piece yeah. by piece, piece by, by piece, piece by piece. And you, you can't put the whole thing together. And it's actually a better analogy than we thought mm -hmm. it would be. But it really is. So just look at this. Anything that you want to do the same way, piece by piece by piece, be present, learn what you got to learn. And if you have someone that's wanting to help you and are passionate about your results as you are, you're going to do great. And if you are wanting to get more information on how we can help you, please send me an email, marco at marcokozlowski.com. We'd be thrilled to help you. Or go to bigfatchecks.com. That's bigfatchecks.com. We have a webinar there that you can listen to on how you can we can help you with your first uh, small asset, three to five units, so you can really master the basics and then you can buy as many units as you want from there if you decide to grow. So thanks, gentlemen. I appreciate you and thank you, the listener, for helping us uh, making uh, number one in our podcast. And uh, again, if you have any topics, help us 
through our misery of trying to find a topic that will really spark our imagination to passionately talk to you about it, please send us an email as well, marco at marcokazowski.com. We would be thrilled to add that topic and mention you as well that uh, give you some kudos and a high five on uh, giving us that idea on anything that you're struggling with, you know, want help with your concerns, your fears, whatever it is. If it's a topic we can tackle, we'll absolutely love to do it. So once again, gentlemen, thank you so much. And you, the listener as well, thank you so much. It's time to crush what you're doing now. Be passionate about it so you can crush life and take care of your family forever. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for a life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to getdealsbytuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.